All right. Welcome to Newsmax Daily for Tuesday, August 8th, 8, 8, 2023. It is the second of five Tuesdays this month, and it's International Cat Day, created back in 2002 by the International Fund for Animal Welfare. I feel like there's been a lot of other cat days in the last several weeks. Did you know the world's first famous feline was Felix the Cat, making his debut in the short film on this day all the way back in 1919. Then Cats the Musical opened on Broadway on this day in 1982, and 20 years later, the first International Cats Day was celebrated. Not quite sure how you celebrate other than spending time with your cat. August 8th is also National Bowling Day, celebrating one of the world's most popular participation sports for people of all ages. And if you have today off or maybe after work, you can go celebrate at your local bowling alley or bowling lanes if you have one. Is it me or does it seem like there are less bowling lanes or bowling alleys than there used to be? Well, much of the Northeast and some parts of the South cleaning up today or still cleaning up, I should say, after severe weather moved through yesterday, knocking down trees and power lines. Millions of people were without power and air conditioning for much of the night. It came in quick. It's, uh, it, it happened before you knew it. That man is in Alabama where one person was killed at a storm-related accident. Another person was killed in South Carolina when a tree fell on them. In Alaska, international tensions are running high as the Pentagon has deployed Navy destroyers in response to Chinese and Russian warships along our coast. If you haven't been paying attention, this is getting very serious. Former Naval Intelligence Officer John Jordan on Newsmax. First of all, the Chinese and the Russians wanted to test the U.S. response. The last time they did something similar to this, we only sent a Coast Guard cutter. So they wanted to see what our response would be, uh, air and sea-wise. And the second part of this is everything is connected in this world now. And what the Russians did when they when they uh, when they ended the grain deal, uh, they wanted to raise the cost to the West and to the world of continuing to support Ukraine. Similarly, here they want to constantly, uh, almost blackmail the West. They make themselves seem strong and, and top of headlines to try to raise the perception of risk of continuing with Ukraine. So it's all part of a kabuki theater dance designed to raise the price and risk to the West of uh, continuing uh, to oppose China and Russia. That's former Naval Intelligence Officer John Jordan and former State Department spokesperson Morgan Ortegas spoke about some of the risks concerning China. Morgan, you know, speaking of China, you're worried about the United States dependence on China for life-saving drugs, um, growing, say, quote, how in the world are we still letting this happen? Yeah, you're right, Kimberly. I mean, when we look at the pharmaceuticals, let's just say if China, if the balloon went up, well, which happens both literally and figuratively, if the balloon went up and there was a military incursion uh, over Taiwan, and if America was forced to get involved, we have something like 95, 97% of our penicillin, we still get it from China, so they could cut that off. And what we've seen under the Biden administration is not an effort from a supply chain perspective to bring those crucial things back, those crucial productions of our pharmaceuticals back to the United States. Instead, uh, it appears that it has been growing exponentially. And so you can't be serious about countering, Kimberly, as you know very well, the Chinese Communist Party 
if you are making yourself even more and more vulnerable. And it's not just pharmaceuticals, by the way. It's also this green energy push. Uh, all of the components that go into electric vehicles, uh, many components mm -hmm. of green energy writ large, uh, we get from the Chinese Communist Party. This makes no sense to make ourselves dependent from an energy perspective and from a healthcare perspective right. on China. Well, that's reassuring, isn't it? That's former State Department spokesperson Morgan Ortegas with guest host Kimberly Guilfoyle on Newsmax. Meanwhile, President Biden is in Arizona today, declaring a new national monument near the Grand Canyon to protect thousands of acres of tribal lands from mining. This would be the president's fifth national monument declaration. And a local Arizona congressman is also meeting with Biden or hoping to meet with the president about changing the FEMA rules and adding extreme heat to the list of natural disasters that would qualify a state for federal aid. Seriously, you live in Arizona in the desert. What would be the qualifier? Because like 107, 108 hasn't been unusual there for decades. 110, 115, that would qualify as extreme heat. And what would the federal funding do? I mean, with all due respect, homes would not have to be rebuilt like a hurricane or a tornado. People are not going to not be able to go to work for the most part because of the heat. Yeah, there could be a water shortage, but I'm curious what exactly the federal funding would do for an extreme heat disaster as opposed to other natural disasters. And how hot would it have to get? Today is also the new deadline for both sides in the Trump election interference case to give the judge proposed dates and times for a pre-trial hearing on the special counsel's request for a protective order filing. In other words, a gag order is essentially what it is. This afternoon's deadline follows yesterday's deadline in which Trump attorneys said the former president should not be subject to a blanket gag order. The special counsel, the prosecution, saying the order is reasonable, citing Trump's all-caps truth social media posts saying, if you go after me, I'm coming after you and that Trump is attempting to try his case in the media instead of in the court. We get more from Eric Bowling and Trump attorney Christina Bob. Christina, yeah, Jamie Raskin, a, a, again, very liberal House member who oversaw one of the sham impeachments of, of Donald Trump as president. Jamie Raskin said this is a free, not a freedom of speech issue. I, I would beg to differ. I'll let you weigh in on the backside of that. Yeah, of course. There are people who are in jail for several years for counterfeiting one vote. If they try to vote illegally once, he tried to steal the entire election. And his lawyers up there saying, oh, that's just a matter of him expressing his First Amendment rights. That's deranged. That is a deranged argument. So deranged, is, it, that's, that's ridiculous. Jamie Raskin doesn't realize that the First Amendment of the Constitution allows people, including the president or former president, to express what he feels about what happened. Doesn't necessarily, that's not breaking the law, certainly shouldn't require an imprisonment just by having expressed an opinion. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Christina. No, you're exactly right. Deranged. It's ridiculous to think that in the United States of America, we criminally prosecute people for having political differences. The whole point of this is to protect political speech. And Donald Trump's 
speech is protected speech. It's protected political speech. And the whole idea that he was somehow required to listen to one uh, government official at CISA, but not a government, not another government official at the Department of Justice, that was criminal, but not listening to the director of CISA was somehow also criminal. It's schizophrenic. This is a schizophrenic indictment. It will never hold up at the Supreme Court. And I don't think I honestly don't think that uh, Jack Smith even cares if it does or doesn't. This is election interference. They're playing the short game. They're not playing the long game. And uh, it, it's nothing more than election interference. Eric also spoke with former Florida Attorney General and Trump legal advisor Pam Bondi. So this change of venue, I'm, the left will tell you unequivocally, it will not happen. Trump came out and said over the weekend, he said, this is absolutely unfair. This this judge here, she's got a history of, of uh, overcharge, over punishing January 6th defendants. He wants it out. And, and frankly, he should get it. But they won't, the way the rules are, Pam, it doesn't look like it's going to be changed, does it? Eric, it doesn't. And I totally agree with President Trump and John Laura, his attorney. It should be moved, but it doesn't look like it will be. Look, all this has always been a coordinated attack by the Biden administration, whether it's the Mar-a-Lago charge, the charges that I believe are going to come in Georgia, um, all the other charges the president is facing. This is coordinated and it is an attack on a political opponent and nothing more. Former Florida AG Pam Bondi on the balance last night with Eric Bowling. For more on the Trump camp's change of venue request, we go to Bob Sellers and Katrina Zish on American Agenda. The former president took to Truth Social to talk about it to suggest his case should be moved to West Virginia, where he believes he would receive a fair trial. And West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey agrees. He said if prosecutors insist on proceeding with this politicized case, they should move the venue to West Virginia. And joining us now with more reaction is West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey. Attorney General, thank you for joining us here. Why do you believe that the former president's trial should be relocated to your state? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. I'm sitting here in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia. And I think when you focus on criminal trials, while it's certainly a traditional, virtually all the time, you're going to have a trial in the location where the alleged crime occurred. One of the fundamental precepts of the criminal justice system is having a fair trial and a fair tribunal. And given everything going on in D.C., the fact that every single person in D.C. has a very strong opinion on this, the best way to ensure fairness is to move the venue outside of Washington, D.C. And we think a good location would be West Virginia. And part of the reason for that is that if you're a prosecutor, you're probably worried about what might happen. Even if you were able to sustain a conviction in Washington, D.C., what's going to happen on appeal? This issue of prejudice is going to loom very large. Why not move the venue to West Virginia, have a fair trial, and then ultimately let the chips fall where they may. Mr. Morrissey, I know that there are parts of West Virginia that are pretty close to the district. I live in Northern Virginia, went out to Harper's Ferry about a month ago, Uh, probably less than an hour it took us to get there, right? But where in West Virginia? Would it be Charleston you're thinking of? Where would you have it? Well, there are a couple different places. We have federal uh, courthouses in eight locations in West Virginia. Martinsburg is 77 miles away, uh, but there are also other locations as well that I think would be able to handle a trial of this magnitude. But I think that it's important. And remember, there is precedent for this happening 
You can look at the Oklahoma City bombings. You could look at Rodney King. You could look at OJ. You can look at DC snipers. They do this when they're trying to ensure that there's not going to be prejudice exerted in the trial. So I think this makes a lot of sense. That's West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey on American Agenda. So there is a lot at stake in this trial, obviously, not only for Donald Trump, but for the entire Republican Party and the future of the Republican Party, the splintered Republican Party. More from Newsmax host Carl Higby. Joining me now to discuss is a man who knows more about Republican Party than pretty much anybody. He was responsible for Ronald Reagan's 1984-49 state landslide. He was the first non-member of Congress to serve at the National Republican Congressional Committee. Not to mention, fighting back, former Golden Gloves boxer, the political savant, Ed Rollins. Sir, appreciate you being here. My pleasure to be with you, Carl. How are you? Uh, very good. So, uh, Mr. Rollins, you obviously have seen literally every transformation of the Republican Party going back, Ronald Reagan. Explain to me why this party has been redefined. Look, I know I know you were formerly with DeSantis. Um, I was in the military with, with him. I'm not going to criticize him. However, why why do you feel that you had to part ways with that campaign m mantra? Well, I just didn't think he was a good candidate. At the end of the day, what I was trying to do is create a grassroots. What you said in your opening is true. The Democrats basically see politics as a vocation. Mm -hmm. They're in the trenches 365 days a year. Their special interest groups take care of them in the off-season. Ours don't. Uh, so I, what I try to do is create a grassroots mechanism that could help DeSantis or somebody. Uh, I, when I went out, we registered 550,000 people who wanted to help when he was fooling around uh, trying to decide whether he's going to run or not. Uh, as I watched him, uh, I, had, I had a run, run, run back. As I watched him campaign and what have you, I realized he just didn't have it. Uh, I've, I've seen hundreds of candidates and helped hundreds of candidates. Mm -hmm. uh, he's not hes not a winner. He may, he may be fine as a governor of Georgia, as Hutchinson may be fine as a governor of Arkansas. But to be a national president this time in this day and age uh, takes someone very special. Right. And Trump's, Trump's going to come back. Uh, he's going to, you know, you've been through the most drooling uh, hell week and the Navy SEALs is the most difficult thing anybody ever has to go through. Donald Trump in the next two years is going to go through it every single week with the legal challenges he's going to get running a campaign. Uh, an older man who obviously is cares deeply about this country. Mm -hmm. In my sense, if he gets this nomination, he's not going to get beat. That's former White House political director Ed Rollins on Frontline with Carl Higby. But Ed, how, how do you explain to the Mitt Romney, Asia Hutchinson, and any of these, Jeb Bush, that we are not going back to your Republican Party, that the party's been redefined? How do you get it through their head and get them on board to help support Donald Trump, the likely candidate? You may never get them on board. You may have to replace them. It's a whole new generation of young people coming along, a whole group of working people who basically know their lives aren't very good. Mm -hmm. And we've changed many, many times. When Ronald Reagan came to Washington in 19... 81, the establishment that Republicans so were totally against him. Uh, he beat, he beat uh, you know, the people who were the establishment. And they very reluctantly hung tough against him. And they basically tried to undo everything he tried to do. And when George Bush got elected, he just cut taxes, raised taxes, cut defense, and started reestablishing government. Mm -hmm. and, he, and he, that's why he lost, lost big time. Um, so, um, we're in the fight of our lives now because Democrats, the mainstream media, are all basically out there going to 
do everything they can to kill us. Right. But, Ed, what do you say to the person sitting at home who's like, look, I don't really do politics. I, uh, you know, I, I don't really like what Trump said, you know, and with the Billy Bush tapes, I don't know, 20 years ago. Like, what do you say to that person? It's like you're paying 30 percent more for your mortgage. I don't know how much clearer I can make it. But you don't get everything in any candidate. And I think the reality here is this is he's, he's going to take us in the right direction. He did many, many great accomplishments in the first four years. Nobody talks about that anymore. All they talk about is the legal challenges the last two or three months. Uh, and my sense is we need to get back talking about those things. Look at the border. Look, I live in New York. They're talking about putting putting immigrants who are not here legally in the, in Central Park. Uh, they go on the park, you'll never get them out. And, and you know, there's... There's just so many things that Biden has done that's so bad. Your choice is going to be very clear. It's Trump, yeah. I think, wins the nomination. It's going to be people going to have to make a choice. They don't like it. Uh, that's that's life. Yeah. Keep paying more and more per Keep gallon. Ed Rollins, always a pleasure, sir. I appreciate you coming on. The architect of Ronald Reagan, the Hollywood Actors Campaign, Ed Rollins with Carl Higby. Carl is the host of Frontline weekday afternoons at 5 Eastern on Newsmax. And Carl mentioned the price of gas, which, if you haven't noticed, is way up again. Another seven cents in the last week alone, at according to the Department of Energy. They say OPEC cut production last month, which we already knew, and the Energy Department says refineries have hit max output because... Of the heat. Is that really even a thing? The heat is affecting the output of oil. If you need help paying for everything that costs way too much, your next chance at another billion plus dollars is happening tonight. Nobody has won the Mega Millions jackpot in the last 31 spins. That's like 15 weeks. And tonight's jackpot, one and a half billion dollars. You can't win if you don't bet, so I'm betting. That's right. You have to be in it to win it, as the old saying goes. The cash option, an estimated $757 million. My lord, the thought of that is just insane. And someone is going to win. And if not tonight, maybe the next time, when it'll be even more. And if you're traveling, don't forget airlines are playing catch-up today after 1,500 or so cancellation and delays yesterday due to the severe weather that I mentioned. So check before you go, and good luck. I mean, good luck traveling and good luck on the lottery. And don't forget, Newsmax is available on most major cable systems like AT&T, Comcast, Xfinity, Fios, Spectrum, DirecTV, Dish, and more. It's also available on your favorite platforms like Roku, Zumo, Apple TV, Amazon, and others. And make sure you have the Newsmax app downloaded on your smartphone. You can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll see you back here next time. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.